0: So glad you're all are here this morning to worship with us. We're going to sing a song it's Blessed be your name. You give, you take away. Lord, we praise you.
1: Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful. Where streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Where I'm found in the desert place. Though I walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Every blood seen you. Pour out, I'll turn back to praise.
2: When, when the darkness, darkness closes, closes in, Lord, still
3: welcome you this morning to the Ridge Church. This is our third Sunday in a row to come into your living room by streaming. And so I know it's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little unusual as a matter of fact, maybe even for many it's been a difficult couple of weeks. And I want you to know as we step into this next season, it may get all the more difficult. I don't mean to mean to be a downer whenever I say that, but I can just say that after the newness has worn off and we still find ourselves in the same kind of setting in this season, We could find ourselves stepping into a realm of extended loneliness or maybe even depression. If you're battling those things, if you're battling depression, you're not broken. Most people battle depression. I battle depression. It's no different than having diabetes or anything else. We just want you to know that you're not alone. As a matter of fact, at the end of Pastor Roger's message, there's going to be a phone number on the screen, and we want to encourage you to call that number, uh, to text that number. Uh, Even if you call, what you're going to hear is a voicemail, and you're going to think, are they even there? Well, we're there. But it's designed to where we will receive even your voicemail in the form of a text. That will allow us to get back to you quick. And we just want you to know that you're not alone. As a matter of fact, we want to encourage you. Use that number. This is for everybody. You might be a part of the Ridge Church family. You may not be. You're still our family, and we love you and we care. want to encourage you to utilize that number in every way because you're not alone. Hey, I also want you to know this coming Wednesday, Pastor Rogers asked me to do the midweek report. We're going to be talking about the mission opportunities that we now have in our new climate that we have found ourselves in. There's many ways that we could do missions and ministry and be the hands and feet of Jesus throughout this community. We're going to be unpacking those for you this Wednesday. Hope you'll tune in. Just one quick example is our Love Your Neighbor bingo card. And there's just some simple, practical ways, if that's to go to two or three of your neighbors and leave a note on their door, if it's as simple as giving a $5 gift card to a grocery store worker or video chatting with someone who's isolated or alone in quarantine, whatever it may be, many, many opportunities, but many outside of this card as well, different things that we'll unveil for you. And it's going to be an exciting time to do ministry, in the name of Jesus, as we continue to be His church throughout this community. Hey, we're getting ready to step back into a time of worship just before we worship and the preaching of God's Word. I want to encourage you still to engage in worship. I have to remind myself of this all the time, not just saying this to you by any means. But I can tell you, you may be the only one in the room. If that's the case, I would sing until I busted the windows. And trust me, any of you that have heard me sing, you would know I would bust a window or two if I sang that loud. But I want you to know, if you're sitting there with two or three maybe people of your family, it might be a little unusual to sing. Here's what I learned from a great mentor of mine. He was a singer and a preacher. He began to have problems with nodules on his vocal cords, and one day his doctor came to him and said, you've got to choose one or the other. You're going to sing, you're going to preach. And he said, I'm going to preach. So from that point on, for the last several years, whenever singing was going on, as much as he enjoyed singing, he, only, he, he had to remain silent. One day he came over to me and he said, you know, I can't sing, but I just focus on the words. I just think these words to God. And I thought to myself, so you don't sing, but you focus on the words. Meanwhile, I don't focus on the words, and I only sing. You tracking with what I'm saying? Sometimes we've sing these songs so many times we can kind of hit automatic pilot. We talk about that quite a bit around here. I want to encourage you, whether you sing or not, let's focus on the words. Let's worship today. What a great opportunity to do that. Well, this is the time we normally take our offering, and I just want to encourage you. and this part, I'm only saying to our membership. This is not to everybody. Everything else has been to everyone, whether you're a member or not. This part's only to our church members. I want to ask you to continue to be faithful. Man, you have, been, you have just absolutely amazed us these last two weeks. just want to encourage you again to continue to simply pray, ask God, and be obedient to him. You can mail that in to the church office. You can uh, give online, but just simply pray, ask God, listen for his voice, and be obedient. That gets the job done, doesn't it? And you all are amazingly, incredibly generous, and we thank you for that. Let's pray together. Father, we do just stop and say, you are the one true God, and blessed be your name. God, right now, we want to step into a time of worshiping you in song. We want to step into a time of worshiping you by focusing on these words and presenting them to you, rather in silence or vocally. I want to step into a time of worshiping you through the preaching of your word. Help us to be doers of whatever you teach us today. And God, as we're the church that's scattered right now, God, we just thank you that we're the church. We pray for the Ridge Church of Sullivan that's getting ready to live stream here in just a little bit. We pray, Father God, for our Ridge Church in Gerald and the Ridge Church in Leslie that's joining with this stream today. God, in multiple counties, we have the privilege to be your hands and feet. And God, will you help us, help us, Father, to worship you, you're worthy, and share you in this new day that we're in today. Lord, we love you. Thank you. You never stop being you. You never change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we can absolutely hold on to you. You are absolutely faithful. We ask it all in the strong name of our King Jesus. Amen.
2: There
0: I was on death row Guilty in the first degree Son of God hanging on a hill Hell was my destiny The crowd was shouting crucify Could have come from these lips of mine The dirty shame was killing me It would take a miracle to wash me clean Then I read the red letters, and the ground began to shake. The prison walls started falling, and I became a free man that day. like lightning hit my veins, my dead heart began to beat. Breath of heaven filled my lungs, and the Holy Ghost awakened me. Yeah, the The Holy Ghost Ghost awakened me.
2: When I raised
0: died for me arms spread wide for the whole wide world His arms spread wide where mine should be Jesus changed my destiny
2: Thank you God for red letters and the crown Yeah.
0: Nobody loves me like he does Amen. nobody loves you like he does morning I see you in the sunrise every morning it's like a Picture that you painted for me, a love letter in the sky. Story I could have had a really different story, but you came down from heaven to restore forever saved my
2: life nobody loves me like you love me jesus i stand in all
1: blue
0: Don't we have such a great God? Amen. We've got uh, a great church family here at the Ridge, also, and that's all because of his love that we share with each other. We've got some selfies that have been sent in uh, over the last week, the last couple of weeks, and we're going to show them above our church family here in just a moment. Thank you very much. a blessing from god friends here on earth and one day in heaven god knows we all need some help on the way that's why i say you are a blessing from god god puts us here for a lifetime it's not always easy to do so he sends his friends at the right time to help us to see the way through in joy or in sorrow to find hope for tomorrow to remind us to always be true god gives us friends a lifetime of friends he gave me you. You are a blessing from God. Friends here on earth and one day in heaven. God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing from God. YOU'VE MADE A DIFFERENCE I'M SURE MORE THAN YOU'LL EVER KNOW you PLANTED SEEDS AND LEFT FOOTPRINTS IN PLACES FEW OTHERS WOULD GO MANY TREES YOU HAVE PLANTED NOW HAVE THEIR OWN BRANCHES SPREADING HOPE TO THE PEOPLE THEY MEET TOUCHING MORE HEARTS touching, more hearts, a continuing legacy. You are a blessing from God. Friends here on earth and one day in heaven, God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing from God. You are a blessing from God. Friends here on earth and one day in heaven, God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing. I thank God each day for you are a blessing. That's why I say you are a blessing from God.
4: Welcome Ridge family. Great to come to you again this morning by way of stream. Appreciate the praise team. You'll notice this morning the praise team is down by number and we're trying to do that as much as we can to provide safety for those in our church. I want to say a big thanks uh, to David Tripp, Don and Linda Carr. They're working behind the scenes and literally without them we could not do this. So I really do appreciate their servant spirit so i want to begin even though we had the video and got to see some of your selfies i just want to share a few of my favorites i want to begin by just showing you that as we get the selfies in we're putting them on the pews here in the sanctuary and so my left about half of this side on the floor is already filled up and so we would love to keep those selfies coming this coming week with easter next sunday we would love to have you do something creative that has to do with Easter. So think of an Easter message that you would like to give to our, our church body or maybe just some word of encouragement. It might be how you dress. It might be something you put on a piece of paper. So get your thinking caps on. And we'd like as many selfies as you can send that are Easter-related. So let me just share a few. And there were a lot of really, really good selfies. I like Roy and Barb Williams here. They put up picture up, we just got photobombed, and they're right in front of the live stream, and so that, again, very creative, appreciate you guys, and then there's Junior Ellidge. Junior's on a motorcycle here, I think that's Joey French's motorcycle, and those of you that don't know Junior, he's physically blind, but the guy has spiritual inside. Junior is an amazing encourager. Love that guy. And so again, great uh, selfie here of Junior on a motorcycle. And then there's John and Ruth Gensler thinking outside the box. I ask you guys to think outside the box. They, so they took a selfie literally standing outside of a cardboard box, so anyway, I put them up there as a kind of interesting, and then there's Tom Heinz. Betty took this when he first got up, she said, but anyway, I love Tom Heinz. we're buddies, we're fishing buddies from uh, Canada going back many, many years, so Tom, you need a little bit of work early in the morning, buddy, I love you, and then there's uh, Easton Howard, and again, the live stream is, is, is behind him there. And Easton is totally not focused on the stream, but he is focused on shooting and has some pretty uh, good style there. So Easton, great job, buddy. And a great uh, photo there by mom or dad. I'm not sure who took the picture. Mark and Sherry Page, this is the, the most recent one I've got. And they have just a note of encouraging. It. it says encouraging others so again appreciate those words of encouragement as we're all praying for each other through this time and then there's Shelby and Deborah Palmer they sent uh, this particular selfie And, and many of you have sent selfies of you guys sleeping and so again it's kind of funny to laugh about but this particular selfie if you'll notice as he's sleeping it's during the worship now so that, you know, the question is, are, is the music putting people to sleep, or is it the message? I often say it's the music, but almost no one believes me. But anyway, it's a good uh, photo here. I'm sure it was a stage photo, because he probably wasn't really sleeping during the worship. And this was my favorite of the week, the Ziegler family. And man, they just went all out <laughs> to make a photo op here. All right. So the whole family is watching the live stream. They all have their Bibles. Even T-Rex has a Bible open. And so the whole family, they are locked in, they are focused. So to the Ziegler family, great job. You guys went all out uh, for that photo opportunity. So we really appreciate it. Also want to share just some favorite posts. That you sent this week. There's a lot of funny things out there just kind of helping us keep a good sense of humor. There's also a lot of encouraging things as well. And so here's one, and just like that, every parent with a student became a certified teacher. It is interesting how all the parents have now all of a sudden become teachers and there's a lot of funny things about that and I want to just give you a few of them and you may have seen these I'm going to give you who sent it to me or who I saw it from and it may have come from somebody else but uh, Megan Logue sent this if you see my kids crying outside and picking weeds just keep on driving they're on a field trip all right I thought that was pretty good so the field trip is just out in the yard and then Deborah Palmer sent this, I saw my neighbor out early this morning scraping my kid as a terrific student sticker off of her car. I guess the first week of homeschooling didn't go so well. And I think every parent can probably identify with that. And then Jane Patton said, homeschooling day number three, they all graduated, hashtag done. And so I just want to say as I think of these, it makes me appreciate our teachers. And so those of you out there who are educators, I just want to say how much we appreciate you, and we probably appreciate you now more than ever so again some great stuff going out there molly carter and also kathy mcgowan sent me this i thought it was interesting easter dresses for an online church this year so they're kind of like nightgowns with an easter flavor there good stuff and so appreciate you sending that and it may be and i think it's actually something you can really buy so that was interesting Kelly Kibbins, my most recent, said, who threw these away? There's still meat on them bones. It's amazing how much teepee stuff is out there. But again, very creative, those of you who send that out. And again, it's something that I think is good to laugh about. David Tripp, our own David Tripp and Beth Newbold, sent this when your uh, hair salon is closed but your dog groomer has a cancellation and so anyway kind of interesting there you can kind of see the I guess that would be a poodle look I'm not sure And then another kind of a dog thing that Joe Lashke sent. This is Wilson. He's now working from home. So we got a sheepdog that's working with his computer. That was pretty creative that somebody had. This is the last one from Ruth Gensler. All of this COVID-19 talk is depressing. So here's some better lab results. Everybody say, oh. I mean, you look at those little puppies and again, a lot of funny things, a lot of encouraging things, and I want to encourage you, again, the Bible says a merry heart is good medicine. It's good to be able to laugh even in the middle of all this craziness, all right? So we're going to read Psalms 91. We've read it the last two Sundays. We want to read it again today, and I just want to just bring up a couple talking points from verse 2, all right? So let's read together. You, would you just join me as we read aloud, as we go through Psalms 91. As I mentioned, I think, last week, probably more than any other single passage, this passage, Psalms 91, seems to be an encouragement to so many people. So let's read it together. If you'll join me from home, let's read together. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you shall look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. My salvation. So again, a great psalm of encouragement of God's protection over his children. And as we talked about last week, it's interesting that Satan used this exact psalm to try to tempt Jesus to do something foolish. And so again, I just want to read, it's from Matthew chapter 4, as the Satan takes Jesus up to the pinnacle of the temple and he tempts him, to jump off. And he uses this very chapter of God's protection by saying that if you jump up, jump off, God has promised that he's going to protect you. And so it says here, as he quotes, again, Satan quoting scripture, he quoted Psalms 91 to say, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So he tells Jesus, because of this promise that you literally can jump off and God's going to protect you. And, and Jesus responded by saying, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. I again just want to say, and I've had some preacher friends who have just said to me, you know what? We don't have to fear. We can literally just do whatever we want and God is going to protect us because of Psalms 91. I just want to say, I believe we are tempting God if we act foolishly. I don't think God wants us to jump off the pinnacle of common sense. I think he wants us to do what the government is asking us to do. I believe God's protection is indeed there. But again, I don't think we just act foolishly uh, when we do that. So I just want to review just real quick. And these are some common sense things. You've heard it probably a thousand times, so this will be a thousand and one. But it really is important that we try to follow guidelines, not just for our benefit, but for our family, our community, and everyone involved. So real quickly, these seven things. Keep your hands clean. Stop touching your face. How many of you have a hard time not touching your face? I don't even realize how much I do it. Until somebody says, and usually I'm in the car or I'm at home, we're going to say, stop touching your face. I didn't even realize my hand was in my face. Don't shake hands with others. Stay six feet from others. Sneeze or cough into your elbow. Open doors without hands. And that's kind of uh, challenging, kind of interesting if you can do that. And then finally, the most important is stay home as much as possible. So again, I just want to encourage you. I believe God is indeed going to protect us, but I think we have to do our part, that common sense stuff that really helps everybody be safe. I got this uh, uh, post from the Kellers, uh, Kurt and Carol, and so I thought it was really kind of a kind of fit in with the message today. It says, stay home, save lives, quarantine Very good. So I appreciate that message. Just a reminder, again, to stay home and to help create a a safe atmosphere for all the community. All right? It's interesting. Back in 1942, C.S. Lewis wrote this, a, a statement by Satan and a statement by Jesus. Now, again, this was 1942 look how prophetic it is. So back in 1942, he wrote from Satan, I will cause anxiety, fear, and panic. I will shut down business, schools, places of worship, and sports events. I will cause economic turmoil. And then from Jesus, he wrote, I will bring together neighbors, restore the family unit I will bring dinner back to the kitchen table. I will help people slow down their lives and appreciate what really matters. I will teach my children to rely on me and not on the world. I will teach my children to trust me and not their money and material resources. Again, very prophetic, and we're literally living in that time period right now and so i want to just kind of use an example our staff was very gracious to send selfies and they kind of went over the top a little bit but as we're kind of navigating through this COVID 19 through this virus time there's two ways we can do it we can either trust in the lord and live under his protection and just know that he loves us he cares about us or we can literally stress out even though you're a christian and on your way to heaven You literally, if you're living from the outside in, if you're allowing everything out here that's going on to affect you, it's possible to be saved and on your way to heaven and literally die of a heart attack. And so up here we have two uh, of our staff, Bob and Bobby. Bob kind of represents that believer that is really, really stressed out during these days. Bobby, who's going through the same situation even though she's a little bit, has a little bit of stress, but she's happy, she's relaxed, she's enjoying the journey. And so what's the difference? And so here's Bob, and as we look back and think back of Psalms 91, again the psalmist is facing so many things from the outside. He mentions hidden traps, terrors at night, stumbling over rocks, deadly plagues, facing lions and snakes, arrows by day. There is plenty going on around that could stress us out. And so again, when your eyes are on everything that's going on out here, you literally, your stress level is going to be at a 10. Even though you're a Christian, if you allow this to control your mind and your heart, you will stress out. And then there's Bobby, on the other hand. She realizes that also in Psalms 91, that God promises to be our shelter, our shadow, our refuge, our fortress, our shield, our buckler, our dwelling place, our rescuer. He provides angels guarding us. He's our protector. And so again, in the middle of the craziness of the situation, God knows and he cares about every detail of your life. And so as they face this COVID-19, again, if you look at Bob on the left there, his BB is at a nine or a 10. I mean, he is living stressed out, Because he's allowing what's going on out here in the world to control his heart. Bobby, who's going through the same exact thing. I mean, her world out there is just as crazy. But notice her BB is all the way down to about a one or two. A little bit of stress is healthy. But I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, whenever your BB is at an eight or a nine all the time, every little thing will set you off and you will hit the ceiling. That's why sometimes you wonder, why did that set them off? Why did that upset them? Well, you got to understand, when you're living with your BB at an 8 or a 9, every little thing, you will hit the top. And so Psalms 91 is a reminder to us, relax. Don't let everything going on out here. Be aware of it, but don't let that control your mind and your heart. Understand that God has everything under control and i believe god wants us to live in peace in the middle of the craziness of this situation and so i want to just give you real quickly two takeaways from uh, psalms 91 verse 2 first of all the power of the spoken word notice what the the psalmist said in verse 2 let's read it together again i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god In Him I will trust. You know, what we confess with our mouth during these days really is important. Your words carry a lot of weight. Your words, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so the psalmist says, I will say of the Lord, I'm going to make this confession. Even though everything is crazy out here, I want to confess with my mouth that He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. I just want to challenge you every day this week to get up and start your day by just making that confession to the Lord. You know, the Bible reminds us in Proverbs eighteen twenty one a verse that we share quite often here, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And this is out of the Amplified Bible, but notice how it, it gives us some more information. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. And so the thought there is that if you're negative, if you find yourself complaining and grumbling and just kind of a a negative murmuring person, those words will affect you. Those words will have a negative effect on your life. And so again, as we're navigating through this uncharted territory, the words we speak are really, really important and so I want to just challenge you as you challenge me to make our words be that of trust in God and may God know and may the devil know that we are trusting in the Lord Uh, let's say again that that verse and again very very powerful so let's say it together he is my refuge and my fortress my God in him I will trust I want to encourage you to share that, not only in the morning, but maybe a dozen times through the day, just to kind of slow down and just acknowledge that God is your refuge, your fortress. It's in Him that you trust. Those words are very, very powerful. I think back, uh, John Marshall sent this out, a retired minister from the Springfield area, but he shared this as just an encouragement. This was one of the posts, but let me just read it to you. Alan Gardner died on the mission field of disease and starvation in 1857. His diary bore the record of hunger, wounds, and loneliness. The last entry read, I am overwhelmed with a sense of goodness of God. This makes me love and appreciate Jesus more. He is good. Now, how a brother on the mission field who went through so much could literally write down and and say with his words how good God is. One of the things I will guarantee with all of my heart, one day when we get to the other side, we will look back. If God allows us to look back, and I think we're going to find that God's goodness was in abundance during these days and so again it's all about attitude attitude determines altitude and i believe the words we speak literally either produce life or death in our family and those around us i think back to the children of israel you talk about a group of folks stressed out it was the children of israel and one of the problems they had they were always murmuring and complaining I shared this with Ron Heimer just earlier this week. You know, you think about the children of Israel who were going through the wilderness for 40 years and they had no food or water. And so they began to doubt, you know, and they began to just murmur against God. They weren't out running around. They were just literally confessing some negative stuff. And God heard it. And, you know, when you think about that, we're complaining because we have no toilet paper. We're complaining because maybe we don't have this or that or the other. The children of Israel were literally out there in the wilderness without anything. And I can, can you at least understand why they might murmur against God? So the Bible says here, I just want to give you a verse out of the book of Numbers. All the Israelites murmured in discontent against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, Oh, that we had died in the land of Egypt are that we had died in the wilderness. I mean they were just and literally they were just kind of murmuring and complaining. They wanted to get a new leader that would take them back to Egypt. And I hope that we can at least understand that as a matter of fact the Bible goes on to say there, God said to Moses, I will strike them with pestilence and disinherit them. I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. God was so upset. And again, they were just murmuring. They were just complaining. But when we murmur and we complain about our situation, we're literally saying that we don't trust God. Think about the words you speak. And I pray that the world around us would see that we are trusting God, even though we don't see how it's going to come out. As a matter of fact, Paul, in the book of Corinthians, he uses this same story to encourage New Testament believers. He says this in 1 Corinthians 10:10. 10, 10. He says, "Don't complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer." Again, negative words have a negative effect in our life. So Paul encourages the Christians, "Do not complain. Don't find yourself murmuring negative things." against God. So what a powerful thing to be challenged in our words. Let's say one more time together, and I just want us to personalize it, and let's just say it right to God. Can we do that? Let's just say it together. God, you are my refuge and my fortress. My God in you, I will trust. I want to encourage you again to start your day off, maybe several times through the day, to just say that to God. Just acknowledge it with your words that you are trusting in him. Number two goes right along with number one, the importance of confession. And the second thing is to simply put our trust in God. You can tell what you're trusting in by what your stress level is. If your stress is pretty high, then chances are your your trust is in the stock market your trust is in what's going on around you and you are going to stress out but if you're trusting in the lord no matter how crazy it is out here i guarantee you that god is bigger than anything that we are facing in our daily life so not only is it important to confess that it's important to put that trust in the lord And so I want us to one more time, and this is several times we're saying it because I want it to really just kind of lodge into your heart and mind. Let's say together again, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God. In you, I will trust. I really hope that is true, that as we're going through these days, that you're confessing that and you're truly putting your trust in God. And again, you can kind of gauge it yourself by your stress level. And if you're not sure what your stress level is, ask your children. They would be glad to tell you how stressed you are in life. You know, it's interesting, again, just thinking about putting our trust in God, that on all the U.S. currency, we have the little phrase, in God we trust. And hopefully that really is true, that we're putting our trust in God, because it really does help calm our heart the situation Uh, the bible never once says figure it out yourself but over and over it says trust god he has everything under control and so i want to encourage you again to put your trust during these days in the lord confess with your mouth that you are trusting god that you are believing that he's big enough To get you through this. And if the children of Israel, again, had a problem with murmuring, we should learn from their experience and not doubt God's goodness and God's faithfulness to us. Uh, Joe and Shelley Dale sent this, and I thought it kind of fit in with the message. They have a sign here, and we know that all things, uh, God works for good for those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. And we quote that a lot out of Romans 8:28. all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. And so I just want you to know, God has this thing, God is working in this situation, and I, you know, they tell us that the most difficult days are ahead. And I know there's going to be some loneliness. There's going to be some discouragement. There's going to be some depression setting in. And if you allow your mind to get out here and let that control you, it literally will bring you down. And so I got a one of the texts that Lynn Roller sent out just said, Tittlewith. Now, that may not mean anything to probably 99% of people out there, but we did a sermon series on Tittlewith, which literally is trust in the Lord. With all your heart. And that really is the message of Psalms 91. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of things out here. And we can literally stress out, and our BB can be at a nine if we allow that to control us. But I think God wants us to trust Him, to trust our Heavenly Father that He cares. And then Tammy Brand sent this. She was out walking one day and she posted this, and I thought again it fit in real well with the message. She she was walking on a walk and she saw a bird up there and she said, On my morning walk today, proof that God's got this, it was singing in joyful celebration its life, and so should we, for we are of more value to our Heavenly Father. Isn't that beautiful? You know, if if the birds are singing praise to God, and even though they don't know where their next worm, their next meal is going to come from, what a message that all of nature trusts in their Heavenly Father. I think God wants us to put our trust in Him as well. And so as we close every last couple of weeks, we've given you a number. And I just want to say if you're listening, if you're discouraged, if you find yourself getting a little bit lonely, I want to encourage you to call or to text and one of our staff will get back with you. We just want to be an encouragement to you. We just want to remind you how much God loves you. He cares about every detail. And again, not a sparrow falls to the ground, but that God does not know. And Jesus said, you're of way more value than many sparrows. I just want to remind you, God loves you. He cares about you. And he's given us an opportunity in these days to share that faith and to confess that trust in God. And so I just want to challenge you. I want to just say a little prayer. And if you're listening by way of, of stream, which you would have to be because no one's here, I just want you, if you have a tug in your heart and you just feel your stress levels a little bit high, I just really want to encourage you right where you are to just really confess that God is your refuge and strength, that it's in Him that you put your trust. And maybe today, for the very first time, maybe today is the day That for the very first time, you would open up your heart and just invite Christ into your life. If you do, I hope that you'll call or text. We'd love to get you a Bible. We'd love to encourage you and get you whatever material you need to begin to move forward. So let's pray together. Can we do that? Would you join me? Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for my church family. I thank you for everyone who's listening I pray, Lord, if there's someone that's hearing these words and they just feel a tug in their heart, I pray that they would just acknowledge that Jesus died for them on the cross. They would ask for forgiveness and just invite you into their life as Lord and Savior. And I believe that if they truly do that, I believe your word says whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But I also believe there's many believers who are listening who literally, if they were to be honest, their stress level is way too high. And I just pray that we would confess that, God, we've been putting our trust in so many things that can never really produce peace. And, Lord, we truly want to acknowledge that you are our refuge, our strength, and it's in you and you alone that we trust. Let me my last slide i just want to encourage as i did on wednesday i just want to encourage the ridge family just a few things real quick first of all to be a 360 degree missionary i just want to encourage you to think about your the world around you and it's going to be very limited during these days but maybe there's a neighbor that just has a need maybe begin to pray for your neighbors But maybe God will show you some small way that you can be a servant and serve somebody in your neighborhood, perhaps somebody in your family, perhaps somebody, an acquaintance at church. And as I shared Wednesday night, Joyce Dunlap called and said, you know, God has just been putting several people on her mind. And so she would make those calls just to see how they're doing. And so I want to encourage you, just as you're having your time with God and God puts somebody on your heart or mind, why not make a contact make a call send a text just let them know you're thinking of them maybe call them and pray with them over the phone i think there's a reason god puts people on our mind and so i hope that you'll really follow through with that challenge you to make uh, some contacts each week again as god gives you those people follow through on it as i shared wednesday encourage you to find one or two prayer partners obviously your spouse should be one of those people but also, I think it'd be interesting to have a couple other people in our life that we can call once or twice a week and just pray with over the phone and begin to join together and create a culture of prayer that in these days where we're separated uh, physically that we can be united together in prayer. Please keep the staff informed if you come across a need. We want to do everything we can to help meet those needs. And finally, keep those selfies coming. Love your creativity. And again, this week, I want you to think about Easter. I want you to give a message that we can pass on through the selfies, just encouraging all of our brothers and sisters through this Easter celebration. I think I mentioned on Wednesday, you know, in the very first Easter, they tried to keep Jesus in the grave. They did everything possible, but they could not stop that Easter celebration. I believe we're going to have, and I know this seems, again, a little bit unusual, but I think this could be the greatest Easter ever when we're wholly dependent upon God and putting our trust in Him, I think God is going to use each of His children to make a difference everywhere we go. I want to close today with just a, a little video. Maybe you've seen this on Facebook. But it's over in Italy where they're going through way more than what we've ever experienced here with this virus. But it's interesting that the people began to sing out the window how great is our God. And and, and even though they're singing in Italian, you'll know that the tune. But if these people who are literally under house arrest can sing out of their windows, how great is our God. I pray that would be the song of our heart that we would truly worship and acknowledge our faith in God. Love you guys. Pray that you have an awesome week. And just look forward to reconnecting again. God bless you.